Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily Bible reading podcast that goes through the whole Bible in a year. We follow along with the weekly Torah portions and read daily from the Torah, the prophets, the writings, and the apostles. If you want to learn more about the podcast or connect with us online, find us at dailybreadmoms.com. There you'll find information about the journal. Um, that's the Bible reading plan that we use, um, which Bible translation we use, and how to contact us. You'll also see information about how you can support the podcast by becoming a patron and how we can connect with you more. We've got some new things for our sweet patrons and are excited to let you hear from us in more ways beyond the daily Bible readings. So find us at dailybreadmoms.com. We look forward to connecting with you. Let's get to our podcast episode for today. My name is Sarah Ruth, and I'll be your reader today. Today is January 26th. It is Friday and the 16th of Shavuot on the Hebrew calendar. Our parasha, that is the portion we read from the Torah, is called Be Shalach, and it means when he sent. We'll be reading Exodus 16, verse 11 through 36 for our Torah portion today. However, before we begin reading, let's take a moment to bless God and thank him for his word. Blessed are you, Lord our God. King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. The Lord spoke to Moses, saying, I have heard the complaining of Benai Israel. Speak to them, saying, At dusk you will eat meat. And in the morning you will be filled with bread. Then you will know that I am the Lord your God. So when evening fell, quails came up and covered the camp. Moreover, in the morning there was a layer of dew all around the camp. When the layer of dew was gone, on the surface of the desert was a thin flake-like frost, as fine as the frost on the ground. When Benai Israel saw it, they said to one another, What is it? For they did not know what it was. Then Moses said to them, It is the bread that the Lord has given you to eat. This is the word that the Lord has commanded. Every man is to gather according to his needs, an omer per person, according to the number of people per household. Each man is to take it for those who are in his tent. Benai Israel did so, and some gathered more, some less. When they measured it with an omer, those who gathered more had nothing left over, and those that gathered less did not lack at all. Every man gathered according to his appetite. Also, Moses said to them, Let no one save any of it until the morning. However, they did not listen to Moses. Some of them preserved it until the morning. 
but it bred worms and rotted. So Moses was angry with them. So they gathered it morning by morning, each man according to his needs. And as the sun became hot, it melted. On the sixth day, they gathered twice as much bread, two omers for each individual. So all the leaders of the community came and informed Moses. But he said to them, This is what the Lord has said. Tomorrow is a Shabbat rest, a holy Shabbat to the Lord. Bake whatever you would bake and boil what you would boil. Store up for yourselves everything that remains to be kept until the morning. So they set it aside until the morning, just as Moses instructed, and it did not rot, nor were there any worms. Then Moses said, Eat that today, because today is a Shabbat to the Lord. Today you will not find it in the field. You are to gather it for six days. But the seventh day is the Shabbat, and there will be none. Yet on the seventh day, some of the people went out to gather, and they found none. The Lord said to Moses, How long will you refuse to keep my mitzvot and my Torah? See, the Lord had given you the Shabbat. So on the sixth day, he gives you the bread of two days. Let every man stay in his place, and let no man go out on the seventh day. So the people rested on the seventh day. The house of Israel named it manna. It was white like coriander seed and tasted like wafers made with honey. Then Moses said, This is what the Lord has commanded. Let a full omer of it be kept throughout your generations so that they may see the bread with which I fed you in the wilderness when I brought you out from the land of Egypt. Moses said to Aaron, Take a jar and put a full omer of manna inside. Store it up before the Lord to be kept throughout your generations. Just as the Lord commanded Moses, Aaron stored it up in front of the testimony to be preserved. Benai Israel ate the manna for 40 years. They ate the manna until they came to an inhabited land, when they came to the borders of the land of Canaan. Now an omer is the tenth part of an ephah. And that finishes our readings in the Torah. We're going to move on to First Kings chapter 6, which is our readings in the prophets today. Now it came to pass, 480 years after the children of Israel came out of the land of Egypt, in the fourth year of Solomon's reign over Israel, in the month of Ziv, which is the second month, that he began to build the Lord's house. Now the house that King Solomon built for the Lord was 60 cubits long, 20 cubits wide, and 30 cubits high. The porch in front of the sanctuary of the house was 20 cubits in length, corresponding to the breadth of the house, and its depth was 10 cubits from the front of the house. Also for the house, he made windows with artistic frames. Against the wall of the house, he built a side structure surrounding both the temple and the inner sanctuary. 
Thus, he made side chambers all around. The lowest story was five cubits wide. The middle was six cubits wide. And the third was seven cubits wide. All around on the outside, he provided offset ledges in the wall of the house so that the beams would not be inserted into the walls of the house. For the house, while being constructed, was built of stone, finished at the quarry, with neither hammer nor axe nor any iron tool heard in the house during its construction. The doorway to the lowest story of the side chambers was on the right side of the house. They went up by winding stairs to the middle story, and from the middle to the third. When he finished building the house, he covered the house with beams and planks of cedar. He built the stories of the side structure against the whole house, each five cubits high, and they were fastened to the house with timbers of cedar. Then the word of the Lord came to Solomon, saying, As for this house, which you are building, if you will walk in my statutes, execute my ordinances, and keep all my mitzvot by walking in them, then I will establish my word with you, which I spoke to your father David. I will dwell among the children of Israel and will not forsake my people Israel. So Solomon built the house and finished it. He paneled the walls of the house on the inside with planks of cedar. From the floor of the house to the ceiling, he overlaid on the inside with wood, and he overlaid the floor of the house with planks of cypress. Then he partitioned off 20 cubits at the rear part of the house, using cedar boards from the floor to the ceiling, building it as the inner sanctuary. The Holy of Holies. The house, that is, the sanctuary, was 40 cubits long in front of the inner sanctuary. The cedar of the interior of the house was carved as gourds and open flowers. All was cedar. No stone was visible. He prepared an inner sanctuary within the house to set there the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord, The inner sanctuary was 20 cubits in length, 20 cubits in breadth, and 20 cubits in height. He overlaid it with pure gold and overlaid the cedar altar. So Solomon overlaid the interior of the house with pure gold, and he drew chains of gold across the front of the inner sanctuary and overlaid it with gold. So the entire house he overlaid with gold until the entire house was finished. Even the entire altar by the inner sanctuary he overlaid with gold. In the inner sanctuary he made two cherubim of olive wood, each ten cubits high. The length of one wing of the cherub was five cubits, and the length of the other wing of the cherub was five cubits. Ten cubits from one end of one wing to the end of the other. And the other cherub was also ten cubits. Both cherubim were the same in measure and form. The height of the one cherub was ten cubits, and so the other cherub. Then he placed the cherubim inside the inner house, 
When the wings of the cherubim extended, the wing of the one touched one wall, while the wing of the other cherub touched the other wall, while their wings in the center of the house touched one another. He also overlaid the cherubim with gold. Then he carved all the walls surrounding the house with carved engravings of cherubim, palm trees, and open flowers in both the inner and outer rooms. And he also covered the floor of both the inner and the outer rooms of the house with gold. For the entrance of the inner sanctuary, he made doors of olive wood, the frame of the doorposts having five angels. As for the double doors of olive wood, he carved on them carvings of cherubim, palm trees, and open flowers, and overlaid them with gold. He beat out gold over the cherubim and over the palm trees. He also made for the temple entrance four-sided doorposts of olive wood and double doors of cypress wood. The two leaves of the one door were folding, and the two leaves of the other door were folding. He carved cherubim, palm trees, and open flowers on them, and overlaid them with gold, evenly applied on the graven work. He built the inner court with three rows of cut stone and a row of cedar beams. In the fourth year, in the month of Ziv, the foundation of the house of the Lord was laid, And in the eleventh year, in the month of Bull, which is the eighth month, the house was completed in all its parts and according to all its details. So he was seven years building it. That concludes our readings in the prophets. And next we're going to read from the writings in Psalm 97. The Lord reigns, let the earth rejoice. Let the many islands be glad. Clouds and darkness are all around him. Righteousness and justice are the foundation of his throne. Fire goes before him and burns up his adversaries on every side. His lightning lights up the world. The earth sees and trembles. The mountains melt like wax at the presence of the Lord. At the presence of the Lord of all earth, the heavens declare his righteousness, and all peoples have seen his glory. Let all who serve graven images be ashamed, who boast in idols. Bow down before him, all you gods. Zion hears and is glad, and the daughters of Judah rejoice because of your judgments, Lord. For you, Lord are Elion, above all the earth. You are exalted far above all gods. You who love the Lord hate evil. He watches over the souls of his godly ones. He delivers them out of the hand of the wicked. Light is sown for the righteous and gladness for the upright in heart. Rejoice in the Lord, you righteous ones, and praise his holy name. And that was our reading and the writings for today. Our last reading, as always, is coming from the Apostolic Writings. Today we're reading in Luke chapter 22, 
verses 1 through 38. Now the feast of Matzah, which is called Passover, was approaching. The ruling Kohanim and Torah scholars were searching for a way to do away with Yeshua, for they were afraid of the people. Then Satan entered into Judah, the one from Kriot, one of the twelve, and he went away and talked with the ruling Kohanim and officers of the temple guard about how he might deliver Yeshua over to them. They were delighted and agreed to give him money. So he agreed and began looking for a chance to hand Yeshua over to them without a crowd. Then came the day of Matzah when the Passover lamb had to be sacrificed. Now Yeshua sent Peter and John saying, Go and prepare the Passover for us so we may eat. Then they said to him, Where do you want us to prepare? And he said to them, Behold, when you have entered the city, a man carrying a jar of water will meet you. Follow him into the house that he enters and say to the owner of the house, The teacher says to you, Where is the guest room where I may eat the Passover with my disciples? And with that, he will show you a large upper room, fully furnished. Make your preparations there. So they left and found just what Yeshua had told them, and they prepared the Passover. When the hour came, Yeshua reclined at table, and the emissaries with him, and he said to them, I have eagerly desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer, for I tell you I will never eat it again until it is fulfilled in the kingdom of God. And when he had taken a cup and offered the bracha, he said, Take this and share it among yourselves, for I tell you that I will never drink of the fruit of the vine from now on until the kingdom of God comes. And when he had taken matzah and offered the bracha, he broke it and gave it to them, saying, This is my body given for you. Do this in memory of me. In the same way, he took the cup after the meal, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, which is poured out for you. But look, the hand of the one betraying me is with mine on the table. For indeed, the Son of Man is going as he has been predetermined. But woe to that man by whom he is betrayed. So they began to discuss among themselves which of them it might be who would do this thing. But there was also a quarrel among them about which of them is considered the greatest. And Yeshua said to them, The kings of the nations have mastery over them, and those exercising authority over them are called benefactors. But with you it is not so. Rather, let the one who is greatest among you become like the youngest, and the one who leads like the one who serves. For who is greater, the one who reclines or the one who serves? It is, is it not the one who reclines? But I am among you as one who serves. You are the ones who have remained with me in my times of testing. And just as my father has granted me a kingdom, 
So I grant to you that you may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom, and you shall sit upon thrones judging the twelve tribes of Israel. Simon, Simon, indeed, Satan has demanded to sift you all like wheat. But I have prayed for you, Simon, that your faith will not fail. And when you have turned back, strengthen your brothers. But Simon said to him, Master, I am ready to go with you even to prison and to death. But Yeshua said, I tell you, Peter, a rooster will not crow today until you have denied three times that you know me. And he said to them, When I sent you out without a money pouch and travel bag and sandals, you didn't lack anything, did you? They said, No, nothing. Then he said to them, But now whoever has a money pouch must carry it as well as a travel bag, and whoever does not own a sword must sell his cloak and buy one. For I tell you that this which is written must be fulfilled in me. And he was counted with the lawless, for what is written about me is being fulfilled. But they said, Master, look here, two swords. And he said to them, It is enough. And friends, this concludes our readings for today. Thank you so much for following along with us here at Daily Bread for Busy Moms. I'm Sarah Ruth. Shalom. Until next time.